Welcome to the IndyCar Conference. My name is Sylvia and I'll be operating for today's call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, we will conduct a question and answer session. During the question and answer session, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touch-tone phone. Please note that this conference is being recorded. I will now turn the call over to Arnie Schreiben. Arnie, you may begin. Thank you, Sylvia, and welcome, everyone, to today's IndyCar Media Conference call. Uh, on Tuesday, Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports announced that Sweden's Marcus Ericsson will drive the number seven Honda in the 2019 IndyCar Series season. Uh, we're pleased to be joined today by Marcus. Uh, welcome to the call and welcome to IndyCar. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Marcus is a, a veteran of Formula One driving the last five seasons. Uh, he started with the Caterham team and has driven the last four seasons with Sauber. Marcus, uh, making the switch over to uh, the U.S. and IndyCar, what was so appealing about the IndyCar series to you? I think for me, the the fact that the racing is so so good in IndyCar is it was the biggest sort of factor, and uh, and the fact that also you know in IndyCar, uh, every driver and every team have the chance to win, and uh, I think that's some some of the parts that I've been missing a lot in Formula One uh, the last few years. Uh, so I think that was the, the, the most appealing thing uh, within the car. And also, I think that the competition is super high. There are some really good drivers and teams in the series. So, uh, yeah, that was some of the biggest reasons why I was uh, looking uh, strongly at IndyCar for next year. Uh, the rookie class for next year is uh, shaping up to be a, a very strong class. And all all four of announced drivers right now have uh, backgrounds in Europe. Uh, between Felix Rosenquist, Patricio Award, and Colton Herta and yourself, uh, what what is it about uh, coming to the Americas and like IndyCar that is attracting so many drivers from the similar background as you? I think it's, it's like I said, you know, the racing looks great, and I think IndyCar as a series is really on the up at the moment, and it gets more and more attention also in Europe. Uh, so I think more and more drivers is, is looking towards IndyCar because it seems uh, from the outside like a like a great series where you can really show off your uh, capabilities as a driver. And I think that's what's very appealing for for a lot of drivers uh, over in Europe as well. Uh, so I think that's uh, yeah probably the biggest reasons. And then I think also when Fernando went over and and did in in the 500, that also uh, I think opened some doors and and sort of made more people uh, think about IndyCar. And uh, yeah, also we've seen guys like Alexander Rossi. Okay, he's an American, but he was uh, racing a lot uh, for a long time in Europe, and he went over to IndyCar. It's been doing extremely well. So um, yeah, I think all these things is, is uh, some of the reasons. All right. Uh, obviously, I said you were from Sweden, um, and you had a relationship with uh, a Swedish driver that won the Indy 500 in the IndyCar Series Championship, and Kenny Breck, as you were coming up uh, the racing ladder. Uh, what role did Kenny play in uh, your career, and uh, will you uh, talk to him at all as you prepare for 2019? Yeah, I mean, Kenny was uh, one of the guys that picked me up from go-karts and, and helped me take the steps to racing cars, and uh, he was uh, I was working closely with Kenny for, for many, many years. Uh, we haven't worked together since I've been in F1, so uh, I haven't actually spoke to him uh, yet uh, after this uh, announcement with, with IndyCar. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot from Kenny and a lot to, to thank for, for what he's done for me in my career, especially my early career. And then obviously, uh, I was watching him race a lot in IndyCar when I was, when I was younger and, uh, uh, so yeah. All right. And finally, uh, 
what is what are your goals for 2019? I know you mentioned that you uh the, one of the appealing parts of IndyCar is that every driver has a chance to win the race. So what would you consider a success? Uh, it's difficult to put like a specific goal, but I want to be winning races and, and scoring podiums and you know do well for the team. Uh, I know it's a, it's a massive challenge, you know, because everything will be new for me: new cars, new tracks, uh, oval racing, uh, new competitors. So you know, I'm, I'm very humble, and, and I know it requires a lot of hard work for me to to be successful. But I have no doubt that with my experience and my abilities, I can be can be up there and, and fight for wins and, and score wins, especially racing for such a great team as uh, SPM. Uh, so that will be my my target for next year. All right, thanks, Marcus. Uh, Sylvia, let's open up for media questions for Marcus Erickson. Thank you. We'll now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touch-tone phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the pound sign or the hash key. If you need a speakerphone, you may need to pick up the handset first before pressing the numbers. Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touch-tone phone. And our first question comes from Bruce Martin from Auto Week. Uh, hey, welcome aboard. Uh, uh, welcome to the series. Uh, I was just curious uh, in the with as much media attention as everything uh, that you especially get in Formula One, where every rumor becomes uh, publicized. How were you able to keep your interest in coming to IndyCar uh, such a secret? I, I I don't think it was keep me such a secret. I, I was for quite a few weeks that IndyCar was something I was, was looking at but uh, uh, obviously uh, yeah I was still right up in, in, in that one season but since uh, Sauber announced the drivers for next year uh, with Kim Reikin and Antonio Giovanazzi uh, you know for me it was clear that I wanted to, to move on and, and find a, a racing series to, to compete in and, and for me very early, uh, IndyCar was the most appealing series where I think was gonna fit me the best. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been sort of focusing on and, and, and trying to, to, to find a, a seat in IndyCar and, and, uh, that's why, you know, I'm so happy that, uh, that it will, will happen and that I found such a great team as well that, uh, you know, got picked by SPM is, is very, very special and I feel very proud of that. And I know that Sweden's not a very large country. Uh, there's another Swedish driver that's going to be in the series next year for Chip Ganassi, Felix Rosenquist. Uh, how much do you know about him? And also, how much do you know about your teammate, uh, James Hinchcliffe? Yeah, Felix is, uh, we're, he's one year younger than me, so we race actually go-karts when we were kids. But then after that, we have never raced in the same series in, in cars. Uh, but I know Felix from, yeah, like I said, from when we were kids, and I meet him every now and then. Uh, so it would be great fun to race in the same series as him and uh, uh, spend some more time. You know, we will hang out, and that would be good fun. And uh, both of us are, are rookies in the series, so that would be that would be fun fighting it out with him on track uh, as well, of course. So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy that a lot, and I think it will, look, it will be a lot of attention from, from back home in Sweden as well on, on IndyCar because of it. So... That's really, really fun. And, uh, yeah, James, I, I don't know personally. I haven't met him, but, uh, I've had a lot of good things about him and, uh, he seems to be a, a great driver, but also a great person. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to work really well together and, and, you know, do the best for, for the team together. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot and, uh, welcome to the series. 
Thank you. Our next question comes from Rico Ramirez from Area Grande. Yes, uh, thank you very much. And uh, my question is, uh, I already saw some clips from IndyCar that you already tested uh, your new uh, car. How can you compare with uh, your actual car, your 2019 car with uh, Formula One, and if your stint with Indy is uh, in a long-term basis or just a one-year deal? Yeah, I'm actually, I have not tested the car yet. I, I did a seat fit uh, yesterday and today, so... Um, so yeah, I can't wait to, to get a chance to test the car. Uh, I think it will be a lot of fun. I spoke to some drivers that uh, have been driving this year, and they say the cars are really, really fun to drive. Uh, a lot of power, and you know, yeah, it requires a lot of work. Uh, obviously, it would be a bit different for me as well, coming from driving with power steering to, to no power steering. So I'm sure it will be a bit different. But uh, yeah, I only heard good things about the IndyCar, so I, I can't wait to get a test. Uh, we're working on it now, and hopefully, we can get me in, in, in a car and drive uh, before uh, Christmas uh, so that's what we yeah what we trying to to, to do uh, and then for uh, for the the step to in the car for me uh, I see myself being here for for many years uh, I want to come over here and, and do well and you know make myself uh, a career over here uh, so with that said you know I don't close any doors I don't know what happens in the future but uh, as I see it now, I see it as a long-term uh, project, you know, and, and you know I want to be here and do well and be successful. That's my my aim. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Eriksson. Thank you. Our next question comes from Jerry Bunkowski from NBC Sports. Hi, Marcus. Congratulations. Welcome to the series. A couple of real quick questions. First of all. Did Schmidt-Peterson reach out to you first? Did you reach out to them? And about how long has the discussion period, if you will, uh, how long did that go on before you agreed to, to sign with them? Uh, yeah, I, I actually reached out to, to Sam Schmidt uh, myself. Uh, I, I gave him a call. I had some contacts in Europe. Um, so I was trying to look out at IndyCar. And, uh, yeah, I reached out to Sam and gave him a call and, uh, we had a really good chat and, uh, from then on, uh, yeah, uh, I put him in touch with my management and then, uh, we went on from, from there and, uh, yeah, we, we were also speaking to some other teams in the series and in different series as well, uh, you know, to see what, uh, what options there was out there. But for me, straight away after that, first initial talk with, with Sam, it really felt like, uh, it felt right, you know, for me, and I was pushing from, from that moment, uh, which was yeah, a couple of weeks after Sauber announced their driver lineup, so, so from that moment I was pushing really hard with my management as well, just to, that I wanted to go to IndyCar and, and with SPM, because I felt like that was the, the best, um, yeah, the best team and, and best environment for me to to do well, so that's how we sort of came along, and then um, uh, yeah, it, it went from there, and uh, yeah, now now we're here, and then uh, contract is signed, and I'm super excited for next year. One other question I wanted to ask you: 
Did you talk either with Fernando Alonso or with Alexander Rossi, since you obviously raced against both of them at some point, um, you know, what their thoughts were about the IndyCar series as a whole and how it might be a good fit for you? Did they? Did you talk to either one of those two guys? Yeah, I actually spoke to, to both of them. So um, I spoke to Al- I know Alex quite well. He's a good friend of mine, so... I spoke to Alex about it, and he actually came and visited me in, in Kota for the F1 a couple of weeks ago, and, and he's been, yeah, only thinking things about it, and, you know, he's been really uh, telling me, you know, if you get the chance, you need to come over because you're going to love it. The racing is great, and the atmosphere in the, between the drivers and the fans is, is just really, really good, and um, that's also the, the sort of feeling you get from the outside as well, looking at it in the car, and, you know, it looks like a such a fun series to be part of and, and like I said the racing looks really good as well so all these things is, is what Alex has been telling me as well uh, and then I also spoke a bit with Fernando about it and, and the same there you know Fernando said it was uh, just an amazing experience to do the Indy 500 and that he had so much fun so um, he as well you know was saying only positive things that, that you know it's, uh, it's really a, a fun series you know so that's the thing for me. I've been speaking around with, with them too, but also other people in, in the in the business and you know drivers and, and other people that's been around and, and everyone I speak to, they only have good things to say about about IndyCar and, and the racing over here. So that for me made it even more clear that you know this is the, the right thing for, for for me to do for my future. Okay, great. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touchtone phone. Our next question comes from David Mosher from motorsport.com. Hi, Marcus. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I wanted to ask if, uh, because you have uh, almost 100 Formula One starts under your belt, uh, whether that uh, puts additional pressure on you because you know that people are expecting you to be, uh, you know, pretty quick straight away, even though, you know, it is a totally unfamiliar series. You know, you have served a long time in, in Formula One and they're going to have high expectations of you right from the word go. Do you feel that pressure? Yeah, I think definitely there will be high expectations on, on, on me and, and, I would expect nothing, nothing else. Uh, like you say, I come from almost 100 races in F1, five, five years there. So I've built up a big experience, which I think will, will benefit me making this step. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely feel that, you know, there will be high expectations on me, which is, uh, which is, you know, something that I think is right. And uh, I think that comes with pressure as well, but that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to that and, being in F1 for five years, you always have that big pressure on, on your shoulder to to deliver, so that's nothing new. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I come over here, expect myself to be up there and fight and, and get into it uh, quickly. Uh, but like I say, I also uh, know it's, it's going to be required a lot of hard work for me because everything will be new and the competition in IndyCar is just extremely tough uh, as well. So, it's very important to not underestimate it and you know it's, it's going to require a lot of hard work but uh, I'm sure you know that I will I will do all that hard work and be able to be successful okay thank you very much and congratulations
Thank you. We have no further questions. And seeing as we have no further questions at this time, we will uh, thank Marcus for his time this uh, morning and uh, wrap up today's call. Uh, this teleconference will be available on a digital tape replay approximately one hour after the conclusion of the call. To access the system, participants need to dial 888-843-7419 or 630-652-3042 and enter the passcode 444-16562 followed by the pound sign. A transcript and MP3 audio of today's call will be available on IndyCar's media website at media.indycar.com or you can just send me an email at ashreben at indycar.com and I will add you the list to receive those uh, replays and transcripts. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This concludes today's conference. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.